The Alpha Sessions. Hello and welcome to The Alpha Sessions with me, Emily, uh, guest host, and the wonderful Sancha. Welcome, Sancha. Thanks. Um, yeah, Francesca or Cheska or Sancha. Yeah. Or Santa. Or Santa, yeah. Santa isn't an official name, but... No. I read that. I think it was on your Spotify yeah. bio. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've done my research. And um, you said that you don't mind being called Santa. No. That's quite funny that people have called you Santa. Santa minds, though. Of course. Yeah, of course. Stealing his brand. Um, so, how are you doing, firstly? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, so, it says in your bio, because I, I kind of wanted to get, like, a, a general genre of what you do and yeah. you said I make electronic pop music in my bedroom yes that's still the case yes yeah that's very cool thanks um and you I also read that you said that your parents were a drama teacher mm. and a music teacher yeah and so growing up or childhood was like one long episode of glee these are my quotes for you yeah see that's really funny because I also grew up with, well, not a drama teacher, but um, musician parents. Yes, exactly. And it does mean, I mean, do you think that that's kind of why you've got into this Yeah, there was no choice. Absolutely no choice at all. Was it always (laughs) music? Yeah, it was always music. Um, Like, I can remember one of the biggest arguments that me and my mum ever had was when I told her when I was, like, 15 I didn't like classical music. Oh, really? And she, like, slammed slammed the door in my face and didn't talk to me for, like hours she was like how could you say that did she, did you grow up oh yeah you did you because you play the violin yeah so you grew up yeah playing classical music yeah grew up playing um <laughs> just thought i'd give it a go <laughs> sancha just lowered her <laughs> chair there um listening people who can't see uh oh wow so she was really angry about that yeah she was really was just... so she, i'm assuming she's the music yeah she's one. a music teacher so yeah and she taught me I think, yeah, she tried to teach me piano, actually. But I laughed at her too much, so we had to stop doing lessons because I kept laughing at her, like laughing at her mannerisms. My mum is a singing teacher. Oh, yeah. And we've tried, I'd say, maximum, like, five times to for her to teach me. And it lasts, like, 20 minutes, half an hour. But we don't, I don't laugh at her. Like, I just get annoyed with her. Yeah, that's so I don't so think annoying. I like being told what to do by no. my mum in that... Sorry, mum, if you do listen to this. Sorry, mum. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mum. In that context, it's just mm. a bit... I don't know. I think it's just tricky. It's the same with, like, driving. Did you... Oh, did, God, yeah. Did either of your parents teach you to drive? My dad took me out, like, 1.5 times. And we... 1.5 <laughs> Not many. What happened the second was the second time the point five. Yeah, we gave up on a on a slope, but we <laughs> we got so annoyed at each other. Yeah. We were like, we can't do this. We're gonna end up killing each other. Mm-hmm. She gets so angry. Also, we were like, my mum. We were in my mum's car, which the clutch was annoying, so it was just like impossible. But yeah, driving. <laughs> I don't know how we've already got off topic, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's not it's not easy doing that stuff with parents i think no yeah no no more so okay it's good that we're adults isn't it (laughs) yeah sort of (laughs) so let's start by talking about your ep last year yeah tell me a little bit about it because i've already told you this before but i absolutely loved the single dream dancer thanks which is from that ep yeah right yeah. yeah it is um and also the music video 
so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, but yeah, so you released an an EP, Big Time, twenty twenty two. How did that go? How General did, question. Uh, how did it go? I had an EP listening party on the night it came out, which was really fun. That's cool. And I made a cake that said Big Time on it, uh, and and got really drunk. So that's how it went. Okay. <laughs> what happened? I can't think um, what happened after that. I think it got played on the radio and stuff. It yeah. Was, it was like a year ago, wasn't it? Well, I mean, you're, that, that song, Dream Dancer, has had gazillions. I mean, I don't know numbers, but it's had loads of listens. Yeah, it's had 200,000 really well. now. It's very good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's I'm really good. Yeah, you should be nice. proud. No, I am, pr- I am pleased about that. Yeah, but moving on, we don't need to talk about 2022. Let's talk about 2023. 2020, poo. <laughs> um, so you release a single, is this right? I didn't realise you were listening. It's quite recent, yeah. right? Yeah. So you've released that in 2023. Yeah. And now you're releasing another one, which you've just announced. Yeah. Which is actually um, going backwards, the final song you played today. Yes. Which is Drink Water... Eat biscuits, keep smiling. That's it. The acoustic version. Yeah. Um, so that's when is that coming out? On May the sixth. Do you want to talk about the, a bit behind, like what that song is yeah. about? It's a great title. Thanks. <laughs> so in May, um, September twenty twenty one. Yes. A year and a half ago. No, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Which one is it? Uh, two years ago. Oh my god. I think basically a year and a half. A, a year, year and, and a half. half. Thank you. I think me and me and Cheska Santa Santa are in similar um, <laughs> headspaces. headspaces today, where we're both a little bit delirious. <laughs> but I hope that you're listening and enjoying anyway. I think we're egging each other off. So a year and a half. You should not look in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk to me like this. <laughs> so yeah, you, sorry. okay, you um, were talking about right. Um, so a year and a half ago, in September 2021, all in one month. My sister got married, my brother had a baby, and I broke up with my long-term boyfriend and had to move back in with my parents for a little bit. And I was like a massive mess. Because also the guy that I'd broken up with was in my friendship group. And there was like a particularly like a particular night out which was kind of bad where I thought all my friends hated me and it was just awkward. And uh, I came home and the next day I had this therapy session with my therapist who's really fit <laughs> fancy him and it's not ideal <laughs> it's actually it's actually fine okay yeah it goes fine because we have intercourse no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't we don't that would um, be really I mean yeah that would be I think bad oh that would be bad yeah. no 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 that doesn't happen um, that was a joke just not, don't want to incriminate him but anyway <laughs> So I had this therapy session and I was just like, uh, not in a good way. And then my therapist was like, when, I, when you feel like this, you need to remember to dress yourself and drink water. And I was like, bloody hell, David, what is this, BBC News? And then the same day, I was like past my dad in the corridor and him like going back to me being in, in like, an, like an infant just was like, oh, did this thing where he pretended I dropped my smile on the floor and was like, you've dropped your smile on the floor. And I was like, this is really interesting. Like, everyone's giving me really different advice. Is and that was, different advice? Yeah, I think that's really different because I felt like the advice that David was giving me, my therapist, was, like, really adult and serious. And then I felt like what my dad was saying was quite lighthearted. 
and quite childlike. But I feel like quite contrasting. They're actually quite similar. The way I heard it, yeah. <laughs> was oh, that really? they're quite similar because they're just like simple things, like when yeah, everything is big. You're right. And complicated. That's true. Focus on little simple things That's like so true. drinking water, having yeah. a little smile. That's so true, actually. Mm. <laughs> that's a good way of thinking about it as well it's like these like these little like snippets of what people were saying was like what I held on to mm-hmm. and then um, so that's why I, got, I was like sort of had decided to have a little bit of a mantra going on and then I was like drink water eat biscuits keep smiling and I said that in my head all the time and then like I had this weekend the weekend after that where I had um, some beers on Telegraph Hill Park with my friends Fran and Max and then it was after that I was like okay things are going to be okay that's why I say it's amazing what a good weekend did. So it's about me coming back to back to life. And another simple little thing. Yeah. Just like having some beers with your friends. Yeah. Telegraph Hill, nice view. Yeah. Yeah. Just being with some good people. Um, but it's also, there's like a lot of context to this song, but the first uh, verse is a letter that I wrote to myself. I really recommend doing this if you write yourself a love letter. It's really cathartic. Elizabeth Gilbert talks about doing that. Have you ever heard of Elizabeth Gilbert? No. She's a writer in oh. America, but she's very wise. Oh. So you're very wise, just like Elizabeth oh, Gilbert. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really useful. So I wrote myself a letter. So the first verse is a letter to, like, to myself. And it sounds like I'm telling someone that I, I'm in love with them, which maybe I also was simultaneously, but I'm writing a letter to myself. It's all been happening in my life lately My sister got married, my bro had a baby I moved out my flat then in with my boyfriend Then fell in love with another boy at the weekend I don't know where my head is at I think I want to move up my one bed flat Everyone's falling in love and it's shit Cause I feel like I'm falling out of it So much change and I don't even drive a car 
I wonder if I'll ever wanna settle down But I feel stifled just wearing a dressing gown Last year I was a different girl And now I'm ready to fuck the world You gotta drink water For sessions do you have other stuff coming out this yes. year yes yeah yeah i do so that other one i played cgns that's coming out this year as well okay c j g c g n s yeah can you tell me what that means please <laughs> can't get no sleep okay mm. yeah um so that's coming out that's coming out in like well it's getting mixed so that will come out in like late june so you hopefully. basically you record all this stuff yourself yeah um and then you get someone else to mix it yeah so what i do is i mix it as much as i can to where my skills lie and then i send it off to this guy called darren and he like finishes it and masters it very nice yeah it's like past the parcel <laughs> um what's that do you want to just should we just go straight on to this song yeah yeah what's that song about that Talk song about <laughs> i made at like four in the morning when i couldn't sleep and that was when it was like the beginning of a year it was the beginning of 2021 and I was in a funk and I wrote it to sort of like get myself out of it and to like yeah get back to get back to normal and I couldn't stop thinking about uh, like an incident that had happened the year before and it was like going around and around in my head and the person who I did the incident with was like in like it literally talking in my head um so that's why I say like I can always hear your voice in my head um, and that song, actually, it was amazing. It kind of, like, cleared all the trauma out of my head. The power The of, powers. The power of... Right, is that why you started making music? Like, do you cast your mind back to, like, when whenever you started doing this? Like, when did you start doing it? I started writing songs when I think I was... Uh, yeah, when I was a teenager. Um... Yeah, I think yeah, I think that is why I started making like writing songs because I've always obviously I've made music since since I was like sentient, <laughs> since I was like four. You've made music since you were four. <laughs> wow. Well, like I've, I played the I started playing the violin when I was five. Right. Yeah. So I've like played, I've like made music and like done music, but yeah, I think I've started like actually writing songs since I was a teenager. I actually found my teenage diary the other day, from two thousand and nine. It was hilarious. Hello, okay. It was hilarious. And I'd had, like, my first of a song that I wrote in there, and it was, like, it was about, like, letting yourself eat the cheese. So, would you say that your style has changed? <laughs> no. 
Oh my god, that's so true. But just like the kind of talking about something, I feel like this is what I've observed of you, maybe, is like talking about something big but doing it in a lighthearted way sometimes or like with a little funny observation that you like then describe like a bigger thing. Yeah. With that. Do you know what I mean? mean, You probably don't even do it on purpose. You probably kind of just that's how you're brain works and that's how you yeah. talk about stuff true but that sounds like potentially yeah. similar do you remember how oh it goes gosh, remember that song i made can you sing it can you hum it it was like eat what you want and eat what you please what you please take the temptation to the cheese and everyone surrender to your diet <laughs> that's great so yeah i was eating a lot of cheddar what how did you when you were writing music when you started <laughs> when you started when you were a teenager like what instruments how are you doing it then was it because obviously your setup now is you have quite a lot of musical <laughs> things that you do and lots of mm-hmm. elements like that confuse me but it's like very Dick cool Van Dyke from Mary Poppins <laughs> but like how the did you bamboo. do it? <laughs> well when yes. I first started uh, it was just piano and singing okay and I was like acoustic piano singing for a while really yeah and I had like my original name it's like an X, X Factor business sound like situation um but then I, yeah, then I learned to produce music and then I switched to the launch pad and synthesizer. And then it's, and then like, I've only added in the trumpet the last few years and I've only added in the violin like this year. Really? Yeah. When you switched to producing and stuff. Yeah. Was that influenced by someone that you were listening to at the time or? Yeah. Like what, how come? I think what happened was I, like, an electronic producer that I knew at the time asked me to do backing vocals for him. And then we ha- we were like sort of like jamming and pissing about, and he put my song like he put my voice onto an electronic track. Like we did like a mini song together, and I was like, "Ooh, like I really like the sound of that." Like my my singing with like actual electronic music at the time. This was like 2015, so at the time, like a lot of the popular music was acoustic. So I was like, "Ooh, was it in 2015?" Yeah. Well, like, like a lot of people like us who made music was all acoustic. So I, I'd like that was new to me, and I was like, "Ooh." That's exciting, and then um, yeah, then I then I got logic, and then I just thought I'd have like a go at it. Yeah, and then and then I was like, this is really fun. And then when I first learned to produce music, I, I remember I made like nine songs in a month because I got so obsessed with it. And then what was going on was I was doing a degree at uni, but um, a music degree. Yeah, but it was really academic at the mm-hmm. time. I was in my second year, I think, when I learned to produce music. And I had to do loads of essays at the time and I hated writing essays. Like I'd get really stressed about it. So what I'd do is I'd go to the library to make to make an essay. Make make an essay. Make an essay. <laughs> and then I'd I would just get stressed and I would just make a song instead on my laptop. And then that's how you know when you're not supposed to be doing something, it makes you want to do it more. It's like the red button theory. So maybe we should stop trying to be professional musicians. Yeah, maybe we should and start then thing, we'll, trying to be academics. And then instead. we'll be better at it. Yeah. We should be like builders. <laughs> Oh, I had a question that I really wanted to ask you just then and now it's slipped out of my mind. Oh, yeah, the comedy thing. When oh. did that... Because, okay, so if you haven't seen Sancha live, she's kind of... Oh, yeah, so that this other quote that I have from you, Victoria Wood meets Lily Allen, oh, yeah. which is so true. That very much comes in, like, when you're playing live because you tell little stories in between your songs and stuff. So when did that happen? Like, when did you start doing that? Was that just a natural progression? Yeah, that was like kind of by mistake because um, I felt like a lot of my songs would sound like strange or like 
really vague if I didn't explain them. So I started explaining them to an audience, but then like people started laughing and I thought, <laughs> oh, okay, is it funny then? And then I started like actually kind of like planning it a bit more, formulating it a bit more. And I can remember I did this gig um, where it was a bit more, it was getting a bit more deliberate at the time. And I can remember the venue owner was like, I didn't know you were going to do that. It's like he was like half impressed, half annoyed. He was like, what, what are <laughs> what you? This? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then it just, yeah, now it is kind of like deliberate like I do actually kind of plan what I'm going to say and like write it down and like pra- semi-practice it and obviously I've done like a couple of the those shows at the Edinburgh Fringe but it did start as a mistake I was just trying to explain the context of my songs yeah so how how does it go down at the Fringe like I don't really I feel like have I you been? I've been to the Fringe but I've only seen com- like standard yeah, yeah, comedy stand up. or like stand up or I don't know what I've seen at the Fringe but I haven't seen this <laughs> So like, how did it go down? And like, how many times? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I did not mean. Like how? Like how? How many times have you been at the Fringe now? A few. Yeah, I've been there loads of times actually. No, but like as in been there as as a performer. Uh, how many times have I performed? How many times have you been? To the, how many days have you spent in Scotland? How many holidays have you had? <laughs> well, how many times have I performed? Yeah, I've done two shows. Okay. So each one I performed like. Yeah, loads of times. Like, you have to do it, like every day. Five times, so I've performed like fifty times and done a few, like uh, multi shows, or whatever they're called. When you go on a, um, loads of people performing and you do a little slot. I've done a couple of those, but okay. I've done like two shows. Your show, yeah. for an hour. Yeah, each that is an hour. that's a big deal because I know a little bit, like just because I've known like comedians and stuff, and it is like really hard work. It's like expensive, right, to kind of yeah. make it work. You yeah. have to go flyering every day mm. like how was that was what, that not flyering? was it not really hard it was so hard yeah there were some days where i was like i can't do this mm. and then i and then we do it but like that is a good thing if you get through that hump of like i don't i don't want to like, i can't be bothered and then you make yourself do it anyway it's like it's quite a good uh thing to go through because then and you're like okay like i'm i am I can make myself do things I can't be asked to do. It kind of makes posting on social media feel maybe a bit less hard. Like, if you have to go yeah. out and physically be yeah. like, guys, come to my show, because that's, yeah. if you don't know flyering, that is what obviously most people know what flyering is, but in, in Edinburgh, it's like, that's what everyone has to do. Yeah. Um. But then post like posting a little video on social media, I feel like that's not... Yeah, true, actually. As hard. It probably, yeah, it probably does make you feel like other things aren't as, like, labor intensive it's very labor intensive you've got to have mm-hmm. like all this energy and you're constantly feeling like you're on the verge of just getting so ill uh it's it's, it's exhausting like being at a festival but like for yeah. weeks and weeks yeah <laughs> the difficult thing as well is that like quite often you're really exhausted and you're like emotionally exhausted and you just have to be like on because like you can't be on the street and sell your show because you're essentially you're like selling your personality you're, especially if your show is about you you're showing you're selling your persona like yeah. in a second on the street so you can't be on the street and be like hey well it depends actually I think everyone has different tactics and everyone has different like characters but mine is yeah but that's what I found difficult was but I had to do it just getting to that like stage of like being like on being on like, the all the time on. yeah are you someone that's like because I don't know, this is, I've talked about this a lot with a lot of people recently, like introvert, extrovert, blah, blah, blah. Like, would you say you're an extrovert? I mean, I know everyone's a bit of a mix, but yeah. some, like, I am definitely, like, I'd say 
like a sociable introvert like I definitely can't mm. be on all the time like I find it mm. quite do you find that hard or is that easy for you um I I think I am an extrovert but then I get like my batteries drain I've had like two like sensory things as well I don't know about mm-hmm. you but like really drain me like so have you ever been to Winter Winter <laughs> Winter Wonderland in London I feel like I've never been don't. I just avoid going to stuff like yeah yeah it's so I went there once um, not really by choice it's just like other people were there who I knew and there's loads of like lights and sounds and like flavours I mean smells and like I remember I came out of that and I was like mm. I need to sleep for a hundred years so I think I find like yeah like loads of lights and sounds and noises and smells really draining um, that went really off topic but no, no, I, yeah, I, I do get drained <laughs> I get drained I totally agree yeah no it's like complete I, I have the same thing yeah and I'll be like this extreme like full energy and then I'll just crash and then I'll have like nothing in me I'll be like a donut so it's quite extreme so I think I guess like for the fringe in a way that kind of suits me because you like you fly off like an hour before your show and you'll be like and I like do the show and then I just go home and be like yeah into a box so would you say you like if you've done these different types of sharing your music situations like a normal standard gig or like doing something like that a show in Edinburgh do you have like a preference or do you like mixing up and doing both um yeah I like both I think what's quite nice about normal gigs is that people don't expect you to tell to do storytelling uh so I quite like I love surprising people so that's really nice yeah but then it's also nice doing like the full length fringe shows because you've got a whole hour so you can like be really indulgent with it and tell loads of stories There's no 
harder that I feel depressed Just talking to you is like a game of chess Say Dimash, I feel like this I have sacroblaitis Wish you were a rapper so that I could call you T-Pain I just can't get the weight of my shoulders Can't really talk about it But you came and left me bereft And now I still hear your voice in my head I just can't get the weight of my shoulders Can't really talk about it But you came and left me bereft And now I still hear your voice in my head Wouldn't it be nice if you had no you would be blameless and me more pain Wouldn't it be nice if I had no brain You would be shameless and me more pain Wouldn't it be nice if I had more claim I would be chainless, go up in flames You would be blameless You would be blameless The Alpha Sessions. So, Sand. Yes. Where I um, have a little cameo, not really, but I just had to hand Cheska. Chesk. Chesk. Sand. I can't say your name. And the violin, which was funny. Um, yeah, tell us about this. You song. had a big role. Yeah. It's actually you, really important. I was on the side. <laughs> uh, wait, what? what was the question? I just said, like, tell us about that song. Okay. Or are you releasing that one this year as well? Or yeah. Is it already? Okay. Yeah, I'm planning to release that one this year too. That one's about um, when you feel like someone, like, almost like, puts you on a pedestal, but then can't, like, appreciate you as a whole. So sort of like views you in these like bite-sized forms, but like you know what you are as a whole thing. Yeah, and yeah, that's and that's a bit annoying. Yeah, <laughs> like so you feel like they're like um, they want uh, like the perfect you, you, and then yeah, they're consuming you as like little bits of sand mm. when you know you're aware of being a whole cliff. Ooh, wow, <laughs> wow, that was a wow moment for me, wasn't it? Um, cool. That's what it's about. One question I have for you. Mm. I don't know if you've been asked this. Maybe this is something people ask you all the time. Like, when you... Because you've done a few little tours or, like, gigging in other countries a bit, right? Yeah. Like, and so far sounds and things like that. Yeah. Do you find that the, like, chatty humour bit of your stuff, like, is very translatable in other countries? Or do people, like, how do... What's the reaction like? Is it different to when you're in England? That's a really good question. Um, yeah, I can remember when I performed in Sweden... That, yeah, people were lolling. Um, everyone's English was, like, perfect. They're so good in Scandinavia, Yeah, Scandinavia's yeah. English is amazing. 
Have you um, ever played anywhere where people aren't, don't have great English? Like, I don't know, I don't know, say country. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't, but I do remember that I, I've had loads of gigs where people just don't like my humour. Right. Loads. Like, give an example. Like, there any, was how, one can you think for that? There was one in. Um, I was, a gig I played in Newcastle, and everyone hated me. Like, why? How? I don't what know. Happened? As soon as I started speaking, they were like, oh. Do you think it's no. because of the South English yeah. accent? Like, I would have the same problem. They'd be like, ugh. Yeah, I think it might have been that. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to swear because I, I can't. That would be bad. Um, but never mind about them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I feel very validated. So, yeah. Okay, so I guess if you've travelled mostly in places where they speak better English than we do, then that's not really a problem. But, yeah, I was wondering that because I know you have travelled... Toured. Toured? Have you toured? No. Have you? No. No. We should. Yeah. Um, so, last thing I was going to ask you. Mm. So, what happened with your Instagram? <laughs> Did it get hacked? So, yeah, it got ha- Well, I don't know if I got hacked or if I got taken down for something I did. But I'll never know. You don't know? I they don't, don't know. say? You just... Well, it, the really weird thing was, right, just... One day I was on it and this like sticker came up in front of the screen being like, you can't access your Instagram because you did something against community guidelines. Oh. And then like, but at the same time I got an email saying that someone was trying to get into it from Newcastle. Maybe it was one of those, one of those guys from the game. I ate her. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But it said that someone was trying to get into my account. I was like, mm, that looks a bit hacky. Mm. And then my Facebook went and then, which was attached to it. And then I like... The thing is, well, when this happens is that there's, like, all the things that it tells you to do, so it'll be like, go into your account and do this. And I'm like, well, I can't because I'm locked out of it. Like, all the things that they tell you to do, um, it's like that. It's like a joke. And then I did all the things, I tried everything. And then one of my friends is, like, really techie and has a lot of access to, like, people from Facebook and Instagram. And he phoned up this woman who was actually called Honey. And he was like, listen, Honey. <laughs> she needs her Instagram back, blah, blah, blah. And then I think one of them actually looked at my particular account and was like, no, it's gone. And the thing is, I'd uploaded a video which mentions, like, as a joke, like, the consumption of a Class A drug. Okay. And that video had got, like, 21,000 views and was, like, going around the internet. Um, so it might have been that, because I mentioned that, that it got disabled. But I didn't get any warning. That's what and I was going to say. And people talk about this stuff all the time. But I think I got hacked, because why would someone be in my account from Newcastle randomly at the same time that I'm not allowed on my account. So I'm, n- I'm never going to know. You don't know. It's so annoying. That's so annoying. So you've had to start again. Yeah. But you've, you've done it with like... What's, I don't know what Gusto. the word is. Yes, yeah. you've, done, you've done well. I've tried. Because it's... That must... I mean, I would... That is just so unfair, but... It's so frustrating. Wow. Well, because there's so many people that I... That follow me from gigs who yeah. I, I probably won't find me again. It's... It's so frustrating. It, it will, you'll get there, but it's just a setback. Yes, yeah, annoyingly, a massive, it's a massive setback. Yeah, yeah, it's really annoying. We didn't even get to talk about what I wanted to ask you about, which was like, because we're kind of running out of time. But mm. um, I just wanted to ask you about because we kind of touched on this before we started recording, like releasing music and how draining and difficult it all is. Mm. But I mean, <laughs> look at us. Like we both full of beans. We both have to do this, but. Um, <laughs> I guess we can't not because we kind of need to share our music because we love it why do you find it like what is it do you think that is the main reason why it's difficult 
Is it the most difficult thing for you? Like out of all the different things you do, you do like recording and producing all your own stuff, you perform, blah, 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 Edinburgh, like is this like releasing music? Do you think that's the most tricky? Songwriting, like? Yeah, I guess like, like the stats can be quite disheartening sometimes and they're very unpredictable. Yep. Like the way that the internet works is unpredictable, isn't it? And it doesn't always make sense. Because you're like, I'll do this and this and this and then this will happen. And then like the trajectory, the trajectory that you're expecting doesn't always no. happen. Yeah. Things don't always un- unfold in the way that you want them to. Do you have quite a good, have you done quite a lot of like proper kind of studying the algorithms and doing all that kind of stuff properly? Because I mean, I know nothing about all that stuff. I probably should. Mm. Do you, have you done a bit of that? Like trying to work mm. out like the best way to do things? Yeah, I've like a little bit. And I've got like someone I know that, uh, is quite helpful who knows quite a lot about these things um, but yeah it is just unpredictable and yeah. like when you're not posting or doing anything or like when you're planning it it like feels like it's this really like black and white thing but then you get to it and then it's like once you're in the midst of actually trying it feels a lot more complicated than you thought it was and it's just really it's very ambiguous and it's also I think like making music and releasing music and trying to be like successful whatever that means i think it's quite like uh it's like gambling yeah almost similar to dating like it's like yeah i've said that before um, yeah it's like dating (laughs) dating. there's an ambiguity to it and that's also i think what makes it so exciting because you don't know when you're gonna get a really good yeah result and that's kind of why maybe we keep doing it because it's kind of risky. Maybe risky we're for all our health. like gambling Mental. freaks. So basically, your Instagram is Santa World. Mm-hmm. I know this. Yes, is that kind of what it is everywhere, or like what what you call, what you called? I'm <laughs> Sancho. your social media? Plug it. Go. Okay, so I'm Sancho <laughs> on Spotify. I'm Sancho World on Instagram. Um, on Twitter, if you want to follow me on that, I'm actually Francesca Lewis Five. I don't really go much on Twitter. No, me neither. So you just want to check out the Sancho World, basically. Oh, and on TikTok, TikTok I'm yeah. Sancho World. Thanks. Thank Sandra you. for coming and playing your songs and chatting. And thank you for listening, everybody. See you again soon. You praise me, but can't hold me in your hand. Letting me fall through your fingers, I stand. When my idea's too tall, my story's too grand. Letting me fall through your fingers, I stand. Letting me fall through your fingers like sand. Questioning everyone about me, collecting information, furthering your own defamation. No one understands your trajectory, but it ain't affecting me. You see me as an effigy, my sister says everyone's a symbol. You flash in the road like roadkill, no time to think. There's always one of us that had power. Thoughts in the shower, then trying to wash them down in the sink. You praise me, but can't hold me in your hand. Letting me fall through your fingers like sand. Where my eyes too tall, my stories too grand. Letting me fall through your fingers like sand. You praise me, but can't hold me in your hand. Letting me fall through your fingers like sand. Where my eyes too tall, my stories too grand. Letting me fall through your fingers like sand. Letting me fall through your fingers like sand. <laughs> Thank you.
You wish that you had me suspended Girl I get than David I can't remember for being a teen If you could have me half fast, halfway, half done You would have won, but I'm all or nothing me You couldn't grasp the length of my thoughts So you struggle with my core As you tremble under light Then you try me with your spite And you watch me walk away And you wither until day And I grow with the sapling that you gave away You praise me but can't hold me in your hand Letting me fall through your fingers like sand Were my eyes too tall, my stories too grand Letting me fall through your fingers like sand you praise me but can't hold me in your hand Letting me fall through your fingers like sand Where my eyes too tall, my stories too grand Letting me fall through you You don't see it Yeah.